Ooh, yeah, we are on live. Hey, everybody. What's going Woo! on? Welcome to Double D Vintage Baseball Cards. My name is Dylan, and I'm here with Pepino Man and Adam Splendid Sports. Thank you guys for being here. I'm going to, I got to see, I got to, how do I see the comments? You guys know how to do They'll that? They'll the side. They'll come out on the side. Oh, uh, they will the, automatically. Okay. But I think you have to, if you're on your phone or something, you see, see where it says chat. I wonder, can I go on my phone or will it make yeah, a weird yeah, sound? I mean, you can press chat. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Shane's in there. All right. So we, we got people in there. Perfect. Okay. So with all that said, guys, so stoked you guys are here. We're waiting for one more. We're waiting for I come at the egg. Um, Eggman, he should be here any minute. But what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about the 1980s baseball cards and some other sets, too, from the 1980s. But I have a little list here. And uh, what up, Shane? What up, Billy V? Carlisle? Hodges? Yeah, guys, thanks for joining us. We've got a few different rounds we're going to go through. And we're going to try and organize it as best we can, but we're also just going to have a good time with this. So the first round... We're going to pick our favorite sets, our favorite standard top set. Hey, Egg's in the comment. He's in the chat room. <laughs> get on here. Yeah, I'll be rock. Hey, let me see if I can give him a, let's see. Hey, Lou, how do we, uh, oh, oh, that's how you pop. How do you, uh, how do I give you the wrench, Lou? I can't, I can't figure out how to do that. Well, maybe I, uh. Touch their name or hold it for a while or... Yeah, maybe I'll hold it. Oh, What's he's in the waiting room. I don't oh. see you. Oh, okay. Maybe check. Did, did me... he click on the wrong one? Did, the, yeah, did he click see. on the one that was sent earlier? I'm going to send you the link one more time. <laughs> click on the one I just uh, sent to that text, uh, the text chat with all, all of us. Eggman. Yeah, Meg, don't you work at a bank and on a computer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Mangini. Okay, so with that said, I'll figure out how to do the – oh, hit your name. All right, let me see. Why is it impossible? Well, maybe we don't need a wrench. All right, well, I'll go without a wrench right now. I yeah, guess I Everybody behave. Everyone everybody behave. behave. I, we can delete them if not. Um, okay, so what we're going to do, first round, 1980s to 1989. And we're going to pick our favorite top set. So everyone's going to go around the horn and pick the best one that we want to talk about. Then we're going to do the Donruss. And then round three is going to do Fleer from 81 to 89. And then round four, we're going to pick our, non, our favorite non-standard sets or cards from 1980-89. And this could be anything under the sun. It doesn't have to be baseball. It doesn't have to be anything. And then round five, it's going to be our favorite sets, our, our least favorite sets from 1980 to 1989. And that's across the board. It's going to be tops, Donruss, Fleer, Score, just our least favorite ones. And then, oh, here he comes. And then the final round is... Yeah are God cards. Like what was the God card for you? I say God card in a way like the card that for me, it's going to be a nostalgic thing for these guys might be anything. What's up, egg. Welcome to the program. 
Well, hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, do you want to go by Egg? Is that what we're calling you? Sure. Egg. My okay. real name's Mike. Call me whatever you like to call me. There's just too many Mikes in the community. Okay. All right. We'll go. Well, I'm going to go with Mike because I just kind of know you as Mike. So, cool. um, dude, thanks so much, Mike. I, I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, no, I'm freaking delighted and uh, humbled to be with uh, such professionals. I'm going to get it, do it. I got all my cards out. I got all my 80s cards out. Dude, me too. My desk looks like a complete chaos mess. <laughs> it's out of control. Uh, all right, Chris is in the chat too. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Ray's here. All right. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's, what at first I want to do is what I always do. I'm not going to show all the cards from the eighties. There's just too many sets to go through. Everybody kind of has those in our brain because we know those, we know them like the back of our hands, but I want everyone to introduce themselves and go around. And cause there's a lot of people that aren't going to be live on the chat and maybe have never heard of any one of us, you know? So with that said, I'll go, uh, Brady Bunch style. We'll go over to Pepino man first. Tell us about yourself, what you collect, just any anything you want to talk about, and then send it around the horn to Adam, and then over to Mike. All right. Uh, my name's Pepino, man. Well, that's my nickname only on YouTube, really. Besides besides outside of YouTube, nobody calls me Pepino, man. <laughs> uh, but been collecting since the early 80s. Um, I know in 86 is when I started, uh, when I learned from my cousin to put sets together. So from 86 till about 92, I mainly just put sets together and I would buy individuals and the only individual, but I would pick my top 10 players and I would uh, collect singles of them. Uh, pretty much did that till forever till like I kind of rediscovered the hobby in 2004 again. And um, all I wanted was vintage cards. So for the longest, I would say from about 2004 till about 2015, I mainly bought vintage. Majority was vintage, and I'd buy some modern players here and there. Uh, but then I started, uh, this guy on YouTube, when I first started on YouTube, he had a contest of, he wanted a, you to show your room. And my room was, uh, my cave, my, my man cave at that time was just a total wreck and mess. So I said, I, I'm going to put all my, all my boxes, because my childhood boxes, all the boxes are brown. You know what I mean? Like all my new boxes are white, but my child <laughs> boxes are all brown and ugly looking. So I said, man, I'm going to put them in binders. So I started putting them in binders. Uh, and at that time, I remember I would use uh, the wax paper, the, that the paper that the cards would come in. I put them on my, on my spine. But once I started buying vintage sets, I couldn't find the uh, wax paper for the 58, the 69. So I started putting the cards and everybody started giving me compliments. Like, Oh, that's so awesome. Why didn't I think of that? And so, it kind of became my my thing, but that's how it started, and that's what I've been doing since. So uh, I still collect sets. I try to put sets together. That's my main thing, and I love vintage. But any card I see that I like, I buy. Well, I love it. Thanks, Pino. Yeah, I, I love it. What is with the what's with the old boxes and turning colors? I don't understand it. Is it just the cardboard changes color over time? I never. Maybe it was the old cardboard, you know, configuration yeah. back in the days. It's kind of yeah. like the old plastics that turn yellow. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any PSA slabs that have turned yellow yet. So that's pretty good. Well, thanks yeah, for Pino, man. And yeah. We, we Contrast. Childhood oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> Can someone tell us why that is it? I mean, it's not like they're sitting in the sun. They're boxes. They're stuffed in 
shelves and corners. Super weird. Well, Pepino, you're a legend. Everyone loves you. We all get entertained from you and just so much passion for the hobby. And I hope you brought some masks tonight. You know, I, I was like looking for my chicken mask I, I used to wear on Halloween. So I was like, my wife said that my brother-in-law took it last year. So I was like, no, I need that. Um, well, thanks for being here. And uh, let's go, uh, Adam. Tell us a little about, about yourself and uh, go for it. Yeah, I'm uh, Adam from Splendid Sports. And uh, I just want to say it's awesome being here with uh, Caesar and Mike. You guys, man, are just two of my favorite channels. And I was uh, Caesar. I was watching your uh, disco video today. <laughs> I showed my wife that one. And, and you are by far her favorite channel of all the channels. So um, this is going to be really fun. Uh, I was born in, born in 81. So uh, I'm looking around my, my table here. And I just feel very nostalgic looking at all this 80s stuff that I have. And, um, you know, vintage cards are the best cards, but these are the most nostalgic cards for me. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I love the 80s. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's it's funny to display all your cards and have them out and think about these. It's like the greatest for me. And for most of us, it's like this is the era of the, the craziness and just the absolute awesomeness of cards. Some people are older and they got sucked up in buying a bunch of great Jeffries cards and stuff. But for me, I didn't have any money back then. So it was all just like buying Wax Pass 87 tops and not losing any money on cards. So it was just a great time for me. Fun to see it again. Um, Eggs, uh, Mike flipped his camera sideways. Mike, you still in here? He's, make, he's mixing another drink. <laughs> we lost the man down. Uh, oh, man, this is going to be. I just What's going have a on feeling, with him, for reals? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get this is going to get wild. I just love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess we should dive right in then until he comes back on. We'll start. Uh, why don't we go in reverse? Adam, let's go with uh, your favorite tops set from 1980 to 1989. Any reason? Whatever it may be, nostalgic or design or whatever. What what was your choice? So I, I had to go with um, really the first packs I can remember opening. It might have been 86, but I, I think it's probably 87. So that's what I went with. I went, went with 87 tops and, um, yeah, just classic cards. A little Will Clark action right there. Mm. Um, I, like to, I like to collect high grades in these things. I, I know I'm weird that I collect graded cards from the 80s, but um, we got a little Bo Jackson, Tiffany, PSA 10. Ooh, Tiffany. Wow. One of, maybe, oh, uh, wow, that's maybe a my favorite card. card. One of my favorite cards yeah, ever. We got a TT situation. Oh, I got to uh, pull you off. Hey. What happened? Oh, we're good. Oh. We're in. I was oh. just going to show mine at the same time. Oh, my, okay. my, ghetto, my ghetto version. <laughs> Well, this is my childhood one. I took good care of my cards, man. Oh, this wow. is created in a nine. I had this thing. I opened this from a pack. Oh, nine. Unbelievable. There we go. Uh, and really, probably the biggest reason for me I love this set the most is it's got the best turn back the clock cards. Little Carl uh, Yastrzemski. And wow. my favorite turn back the clock, clock card of all. Mr. Oh, Clemente. Yeah, no doubt. That oh. one's pretty sick. Yeah, it's just, man, just love the set. Love the some of the cards. I mean, I don't have 
like the Maguire and um, some of those cards are just fantastic. The, the, I have the Bond somewhere. I couldn't dig it up, but um, just just great cards and love the wood wood border. So I went with eighty seven. Awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how hot that one's going to be tonight. Every, a couple of people in the chat. We got Ray, nineteen eighties. Um, 87 Cardinals set was the first card. Well, I'm glad to have Mike back. Mike, you in there? <laughs> we lost his, We lost his audio. He's turning sideways again. All right. Well, dude, Pepino, you're up. This is going to be, right, I'm well, really interested on yours. Well, with me, it's, it's, there, there's, I mean, it, it was a hard, hard decision. It's one of those things too, where it changes weekly, daily, hourly, minute. You know, uh, what mm -hmm. my favorite set from the '80s is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but today, I was um, going through all my cards, and you know, I went across. I came across the '83 um, tops. Uh, actually, um, traded uh, Daryl Strawberry, which was like my favorite card that I owned when I was a kid. So I started going like just thinking about 83. And so I'm going with um 83. Nice. Uh, one of the one, one of the, the things about 83 that, that sticks out in my head why I, I had it in my head a lot. Cause I remember um uh coming when it was gonna be 93, like in 92, saying like, oh the 93 tops is gonna have a circle because like the 53 tops, Mickey Mano has a circle, the 63 tops has a circle. The 73 tops has a circle. The 83 tops has a circle. I said 93 is gonna have a circle, and I was just so confident. And uh, you know, and then it did it. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I never, I never thought of that ever. Like so, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pissed now. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, so that's one of the things that why you know this 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 stick, um, sticks in my head a lot. But also, you know, it has the the Tony Gwynn rookie, you know, the Wade Boggs rookie, and stuff like that. The '83s, uh, the Daryl Strawberries are created, but it's a, uh, it's also a great set. But that's what makes it so hard sometimes. Like '85, you know, '85 top has a lot of good rookies too. But yeah, so I'm gonna go with '83 on this one. Awesome, awesome. Oh, there great he is. Course. Great, great set. I, I, I've never heard that in my life, Pepino. I never thought of that. Every year you said, I, I mean, why didn't you should have wrote tops and been like, dude, you guys blew it. You had your yeah. chance once every decade. That's all you got to right. do. And uh, they did it in 2003, so they just missed 93 somehow. Yeah, like they, they saw my video. Yeah. 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 They're like, dude. And they made it happen in 2003. He yeah. puts his sets together by buying packs. That's it. So let's get this guy spending some money. They blew it. Hey, Mike. Mike, you in there? Come back to us, Mike. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on. Hey, Mike. I'm worried. Mike soloed him. Didn't work. All right. Well, I'll go did next. That, did that Chinese balloon fly over his house right now? <laughs> <laughs> Shut down his internet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So mine's going to be uh, show you guys mine. So I went with Nostalgic 100% all the way. And hold on. I got he's coming back on. <laughs> Stop teasing us, Mike. Egg. Boy. Oh, he's on. Hold on. Oh, he's partly there. Are you there, Mike? 
That's Eric, those back pages. I recognize that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll continue on then. So mine was full-blown nostalgic, and it was also the 87 tops. When I was a kid, my dad, when I was playing Little League, he would buy me a pack of baseball cards every time I struck somebody out. I was a pitcher. I played shortstop. I was a leadoff guy. I was pretty good at baseball, not to toot my own torn arm. You know, I'm like six years old, you know, seven years old, so uh, as much tooting as I could do. But I would get like seven of these every time after a game, and it was always 87 tops. So I had to show the pack because it just means so much to me. And then I also had to show this bad boy. This is the trifecta, you know, uh, the rack pack. And I bought this like two years ago from the card shop, Baseball Cards Plus in Huntington Beach that I used to go to to get my 87 tops packs when I was a kid. And of course, I had my favorite card of all time from 87, the Wally Joiner. And I also got another Hall of Famer and Fernando on the top. $5 for this thing. And I was just like, that's the greatest, per one of the greatest purchases of my whole life. It's like my favorite. It's my favorite thing. One of my favorite things to look at on the wall. But you know, changes daily right but then you also have this card right here the jose canseco rookie oh, yes. cut yep i mean is this not one of the greatest cards ever made that's such a great card i mean all the colors match perfectly the sleeves i just something yeah, about I'm this card and it was worth three dollars when i was a kid and it's worth three dollars now <laughs> that's what i love about 87 tops pretty much all the 80s and then the Roger Clemens all-star card always was like huge for me. I just loved the all-star cards, but specifically Roger Clemens for some reason. Um, and then the turn back the clock cards and, you know, you got the 82 tops and this is probably how I got into vintage as well. But um, seeing these cards, this is uh, Ricky Henderson's MVP year as well. So it's just an awesome card. You get two cards for the price of one. Um, can't go wrong. So 87 tops for me. So we got two uh, two boats for 87 tops. Super stoked. Um, yeah, there it is. Man, Mike, so bummed. I don't know what's going on over there. Well, either way, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to move on and go back to him. That's the way he'd want it to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, well, he's back. Oh, Mike. Well, hey, everybody. Woo! Hey! Woo! He's back. Uh, All right, Mike. It's your show right now. We want you to. I wanted you to introduce yourself, like no one knows you. Talk about yourself, about your cards, your collection, and then you're gonna pick your favorite top set. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Well, nobody does know me. Uh, I hope uh, I've got some time because I'm having mechanical issues left and right. I think they Working put now. Molly in the bud oh, in Florida. Yeah, it's going to take a while for that blue pit kick in for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a stiff throat. Anyway, um, my name uh, is Mike. I, I, I do a little channel called It Cometh a Egg. It's uh, me showing baseball cards and sports cards in general. Uh, I got some stuff. I'm trying to do this without showing cards, but... Uh, Love the 80s, kind of obsessed with the 80s. Now I'm like the crazy old man who was like, in my day, we used to. 
makes sense because everybody always there back and uh for me uh that was really we're losing you mike oh he went sideways again um, he went sideways i hate <laughs> when he goes sideways that's so we know it's over when he goes sideways oh. no oh we thought we had him here no he's back i saw a card silence oh he's gone he's gone okay we're we mike we're coming back to you hey just so anyone watching later everyone in the chat knows who mike is but uh i come at the egg is like one of the greatest sports card channels ever like you can watch it and he can be talking about any single card and it makes you intrigued and it makes you want to go buy that card and he just brings a passion to the hobby that is unlike anyone else. And so I, I'm really stoked to have him on here. So hope, hopefully he gets it, gets his act together and and uh, comes back on. So, <laughs> all right. Well, well, we might as well move on to the second round. He's going to have a lot of catching up to do. Um, number two, Donruss set. Since Donruss was from 1981 until 1989, you know, we don't have 80. I, I We had to separate them right just like Fleer so with Donruss um Pepino why don't you share your favorite one favorite set well, that would be easy uh this one is just because I never saw them as a kid I've said that before so many times but uh the 84 Donruss I mean they're nostalgically kind of I guess my favorite 80s Donruss because I, like I never saw it. The '84 Donruss Don Mattingly was like my Grail card at the time in the '80s. My that's the card. Never saw it. I mean, I'd go to card shows and every the Donruss, the '84 Donruss, I just never saw. So I mean, what two matters? What two eighty five? But the Don Mattingly uh, rookie card was like your my Eleanor. You know what I mean? Like I. It, you just never saw it. It was hard to come across. And um, so it became my uh, my favorite set because of that as an adult, like, because uh, isn't it 25? <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, I'm trying to find the Don Madeline. Uh, and this one, uh, you could decide if that's love or not. But one of the first things I did when I got my 84 Donner's Don Madeline is uh, – I took it away. I taped it to the front of my lawnmower, and I mowed <laughs> my whole field. And I have, I have a video. I remember I made a video of it. Um, and yeah, I, I taped, literally taped my eighty-four dollars Don Madeline, and worked with me the whole day. He worked with me, you know. I uh, took it to work with me, and I, you know, and I was mowing the lawn, and I put it right in front, right in front of the blades. Like of if the would have blew it back, it would have been pieces. But <laughs> That's how much I love that card. I carried it with me for like months, like if I was a kid, you know. You gonna um, show? You gonna show us one of those bad boys? Yeah, I have it you're in digging around side. for one. I thought it was number two eighty five. What number is it? Someone's got to know in the chat. Two forty eight, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have that. That's the one Madding League. I don't have actually. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't think I was gonna have it, man. Um. It I was, don't have either. When I when I ran across it, I mean, my heart skipped a beat. 
I was like, no, no way. Like I had never seen it in my life. There it is. You know. Mm. And um, yeah. Uh, this card alone, right nice. here, you know, makes up for the whole set. Where like, I love this set. And um, and the set, the, the cards themselves look a little low budget, little fuzzy. They're not that great. But that design and that Don Manley just do it for me. I mean, that, awesome. that does it for me. That, that, that makes 84 my favorite Donruss set. I love that. I love your explanation of it, too. It just, you oh. never saw it. You never you never could see it. Sorry, real quick. Is it 81? One thing I got to show you from Donruss. Let me see. All right. Oh. That's 81, 82. Is they since I'm a set collector and we're going by with that set stuff, you know, when they did their cards. Oh no, it's in it. Never mind, it's Fleer. <laughs> when we get to Fleer, I'll show you those. We'll get, yeah, yeah, don't be jumping the gun here. <laughs> uh, oh, he's sideways. Hey, Mike, can you hear us? Dude, Mike. We had him. We had him if, for a if moment. You're in, if you're in trouble, tap twice. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll move. Oh, here. Mike, you there? Nope. Okay. Adam, dude, great choice, Pepino. I mean, there's no wrong choices today. That's the that's the best part. I love that. I love how you went with that, too. Okay, Adam, give us your, give us your Donruss. Love. All right, I got I got three, but I'll, I'll pick a favorite. But I just picked out um, three of my favorite Donruss cards from the '80s. '83, I like the I like these Hall of Fame heroes. There's a Mickey Mantle. Was the, that was that inserted in the regular Donruss packs in the like one per pack or how was that? Uh, good question. I don't honestly remember. It was 1983. I didn't. I never really opened much of this. Uh, I just. So I don't I don't even remember. I had like a couple copies as a kid and then obviously bought this one later on. But um, I probably I'm sure the chat will know, but I just love this card. I love the anything Perez Steel, you know, from the 80s, the Diamond Kings or any of that stuff. Love, love those cards. Um, it, the, talk about like I know this isn't people's favorite set, but 88 Donruss, like that border. Is there, is there anything more 80s than that border? Ronnie uh, border. Ronnie man. Yeah, this is the Stan Musial puzzle. Um, you know, there was like, if you remember, th there was all these puzzle pieces where you had to put together the Stan Musial puzzle from 88 Donruss. So, yep. you know, I like that set just for that alone. But my favorite, uh, mainly because of this card, is 89. Ah, the Griffey. You know, and you got, I love the rated rookies, and you got um, Randy Johnson in this one, some others, but this might be my favorite, my favorite uh, Griffey rookie card. Believe it or not, I, I've always, always loved the uh, photo and the rated rookie logo there. So I'm gonna go with 89. Well, that's awesome. You can't. So you kind of skirted the rules there. You blasted a few others and then blasted the 89. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna break the rules tonight. I'm just letting you know. I'm breaking oh, I love all the it. rules, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah there he is. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh the whole time watching you put the wig on in the backstage. 
the, in, when, whenever I go through my childhood, um, 89 Donruss, I think I have more Ken Griffey Jr. rookies than any other car, you know, and those are all packed full. So I, I had a lucky hand with um, But I, at that time, I was chasing Greg Jeffries. Do you know, uh, just side note, I know, again, I know I'm one of probably the only ones who collects graded cards like this from the 80s, but this card has a lower gem rate than the even the upper deck. Yeah, all of mine's are in horrible shape. Yeah. They're not, they don't, they're not easy to keep in good shape. Yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, Lou Rock, Lou, Lou Rock had a, a good question. I love that. I love it. Let's include it. Name the two iconic rookies of the 1980. So these would be my two that I would choose. Yeah. So what? I, There's so many you can choose from, right? Yeah. You've, I mean, you got, I, I, I would choose uh, the Ricky Henderson because. I think a lot of people like to say that's the last real rookie card ever, like you know, because it was only his only pops? card in 1980, basically, for the most part. Yeah. And then yeah. the Jose Canseco, that that was just man, he was Wander Franco and Judge and Otani all at the same time. You know what I mean? And in that time era, and that card was hot. The rated rookie man, that was just iconic. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, shoot. I guess, uh, man, that Mike, Mike's out. He's gonzo. All right. Well, I'm going to pop a lucky person in the chat. That wants yeah, that's to a good idea. Why don't we do that? And Mike can always join. Hey, uh, anybody, Lou, Lou, I know you, you, you had interest. You have your cards ready. Get post it on there. If you do, I can send you the link. Um, well, I'll go on to my, uh, my favorite Don rest set from the 1980s and mine was the same dude same thing as you Pepino. i went full on nostalgic meaning these are the cards that i could never find packs of when i was a kid i just never came across them the only ones i came across were like i think they there was a a set that you could buy but i i never i don't even think i ever opened a pack of these and these were like gold to me um and that is the 1987 Donruss. It's mm. the greatest Donruss set of all time, in my opinion. I just love it. The Bo Jackson. I mean, this card's like perfect, right? It, this That's is best card. rookie card. Yeah. I think it's his best card, period. Even better than his score. Um, and then you got, you know, of course, you got Barry Bonds, um, second year rookie card, I guess you'd call it. And then you have this Mark McGuire, which I always loved. I love the rated rookies. Um, there's plenty more from that set that are just awesome. But something about this design, oh, I just I loved this design on this thing. Loved 87. So good. So that's my that's my choice for Don Russ. Loved 87. So good. We got, we got an echo. I wonder why. You guys hear that? Did someone pop on? Nobody popped on. No. Oh, we're oh. back. Yes. What's going on? <laughs> Mike? Hello. Yes. Well, hey, everybody. Damn. <laughs> Makes it fun. Oh, my God. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm choosing 1982 tops. <laughs> As Ooh, my favorite, favorite set of the 80s. It's a sentimental pick. 
um, but it is what it is. Uh, not the first packs I remember opening. I was too young for that, but uh, definitely the uh, the 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 design was among my favorite. Uh, the ones there's this this crazy blacklist version. If you know anything about that, but uh, these were cards that were created without the uh, signature on them. And oh, why? Black lines around it. Super limited. Uh, PSA recognizes them. But anyway, it's the the uh, cards I, I liked the most. The earliest uh, baseball cards I remember collecting. I always thought Brian Downing was the man and looked like a, a nice gentleman you'd want to uh, run to if you were in trouble as a little kid in the early 80s. I love that guy. I always love that guy. So, uh, yeah, definitely love that set. Um, what do we get to here? Donruss, best Donruss set. Yeah. I haven't been listening, man, but anybody say anything different than 1984? Oh, yeah. Donruss is beautiful. You got you got any to show us? Or why, I don't know why do you love it? Cards in 84. I got a, a, a couple of autos. Uh, Ryan Sandberg's old signature. And uh, uh, Joe Carter's present one. Sickos. Oh, what else? Eighty-four. Oh, I have. Oh yeah, of course. The ones you had to have. The uh, Ferrari and Lamborghini of the eighty-four Donruss. Beauties. Uh, yeah, man, 84 Donruss and uh, uh, going through 84 Fleer, too. Loved 84 Fleer. Mike, are you are you picking that as your favorite Fleer? Because we'll, we, you could be up for the Fleer version right now. Okay, good, because who knows when my shit's going to all crash out. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to keep some kind of control. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, clear. Um, and, and 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 just by the way, if we're going one two, and we're not doing that, but a, a, a favorite and second favorite for both Fleer and Donruss, my favorite's 84, my second favorite's well, 85 for Donruss, 83 for Fleer, 83 Fleer was great, but uh, yeah, 84 Fleer goes as my favorite Fleer that had the pine tar card, uh, of course, Mattingly and Strawberry, then their update version. That's the whole thing on update, man. Freaking so many bad tops sets have led to awesome tops traded or tops update sets. I think that's a trend. I mean, they don't want us talking about that. Yeah, there was they put out some epic cards in the update. I feel like they were always holding out on purpose. So we'd have to spend that extra money to get those. Yeah, well, not for nothing, like 1986 tops. Gotta say, sorry, Lou Rock. I saw the comment there, but oh, just a drab, shitty. If they're, if they're <laughs> a little bit off center, they look a ton off center with the chipping and, and all that. But of course, '86 tops traded like most legendary set of all time. Shit. Yeah, the regular '86 tops. There's like nothing in it. There, what Will Clark and like Will Clark's in traded man. Oh, all he's, he's in traded. There's, there's nothing the in it. Harold Reynolds and uh, 
Cecil Fielder. Yeah, it is. We named it a French classic. Fielder? Yeah, Cecil Fielder was sick. <laughs> oh, that was epic. All right. Well, well, since you you banged out the Fleer, let's uh put What else did I miss? No, that's it. You're 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 ahead of the game now. We're on yeah. we're, yeah. we're going on to Fleer, so it's perfect. Although special shout out to Virginia. Oh, oh nice ones. yeah. Twinsies. I'm just showing it off because it's got Lonnie Smith in the center. Freaking legendary Lonnie freaking Smith. <laughs> Check out awesome. the Lonnie Smith uh, uh, thing on uh, YouTube. The funniest sports video is the Lonnie Smith story. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look at that one for sure. Uh, that is awesome. All right, Pepino. Why don't you give us your Fleer all-time set from the 80s? There's so many, just like the 90s. Yeah, uh, but same thing as with uh, 84 Donruss being one card kind of makes a decision for the whole thing. Same thing with this one. For whatever reason, And in 87, my favorite card, not the Cal Daniels, it was the Will Clark. Yeah. Uh, the Will Clark man in the '87 um, Fleer. I mean, that just you know made me feel special and soft and gooey inside every time. I I love that card, you know. Um, so, and one of the things I like about Fleer is for a set builder, Fleer they put their cards in the they're num they're numbered by teams, you know. So all the Dodgers are together. All so I could. When you're sorting, um, you could just put them by teams, and then you can put them numerically easy after that. So that's one of the reasons. Oh man, my car! I don't have any. That's here. really cool. I actually didn't know that because I never. I mean, I, I can't say never. I, I have some sets I have put together when I was a kid, but I didn't realize in Fleer they so like one through twenty would be one team, and then so on. Yeah. So you look at a page. These are in numerical order. These are all giants. Why wouldn't they do that in every set? That it, it makes it so awesome. It makes it's it so way awesome. awesome. Maybe it's the way they mix them up in the packs. So, to me, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, so they put them by teams, and then they put them in alphabetical order also. Oh, my gosh. So, Dude, blowing my mind right now. Yes, you know, so it's easy to find um, a player you're looking for. You know what I mean? You find this team, and then when you find this team, you can go alphabetical order. You know exactly where you should be. Dude, that's way better. I mean, I don't understand why they don't do that now. That, that just, I would, I don't know that because I don't put sets together. But that's the benefit of putting sets together. You kind of learn the whole set, yeah. Yeah, ins and outs. So eighty-seven Fleer is gonna go as my favorite Fleer set, just for the eighty-seven Will Clark. I well, I knew, I knew you were gonna pick eighty-seven Fleer. It's a that's a such a for me that that's a nostalgic set. I never got a hold of those either, and the Will Clark. Will Clark was like a craze. I remember that Will Clark was awesome. He was an incredible player, too. Was I, I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, Adam, go for it. So speaking of Will Clark, I mean, I don't know. There's always something about this card, this strawberry coast-to-coast. -coast. I probably had 7,000 of them um, with Will <laughs> Clark, but – I don't know what it was about this 89 Fleer design. I know to some it's probably boring. It's just gray, but like um, maybe because the, I don't know, the Billy Ripken cards in this one, the uh, 
the I love the Griffey rookie. There's something about, I guess maybe I'm just biased towards '89 because, like for me, Griffey rookie cards were like the chase. It, it was like so. I think all the sets from '89 are very nostalgic for me. But yeah, I mean, who had like the these two guys like as far as swings go? Will Clark and Strawberry, like two of the best swings of all time. Not just the '80s, like just beautiful swings and. I don't know. I always love this card. So something like that. I'm going 89 Fleer is my favorite. And uh, I also really, when I think of Fleer, I think of basketball cards first and foremost, actually. So I, I wanted to show a basketball card. I know you're double D vintage baseball, right. but we're going to show a little basketball. Awesome. Too. So there love we go. It's a great set. That's, oh, yeah. that's what I'm going with. 89. Oh, yeah, yeah. And another fact about Fleer that John just brought up also is they, they put the, the order of the teams by what place they came in by wins the year before. So the first team was always like the champs. Second team was always second place. No you know? way. Yeah, wow. every year. That's like, it's kind of a no-brainer when you hear it said like that. How on earth don't, why don't they do that now? That's just, that's just silly. Yeah. It's like when it, you buy a case, a set now, they're just completely all out of order too. They don't yeah. even put it in order. So like, if you ever want to know like, oh, who won the world, you know, who won the world series in 95, check out the 96 clear, you know. Dude, that's insane. They're way ahead of their time. They still don't do that. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, since Mike, you already went, I'll go with a, my favorite Fleer set of all time. And I'm sticking with nostalgia here. I'm sticking with not design. I'm sticking with cards that just, it just touches you. And it just, now whatever it is, it brings up like good feelings inside of your soul. And this card, now I'm showing two sets. First set is my second place. And then I'm going to go to my first place. I'm going to cheat on my own show. And this card right here, this is one of the very first solo cards I ever purchased on its own. Howard Johnson, I think it's his rookie card from 1983 Fleer. I love this. Mike, I think you said you love 83 Fleer. Yeah. Yeah or no? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was thinking I might be the only one, but I love it because you got the low, you got the team logo. Yeah. It's got a weird color. I don't know why, but these were like, I bought, I bought packs of these when I was a kid too. These were affordable packs, like probably like 50 cents when the other ones are like 35 cents. So I bought a few of these. So to me, these mean so much to me. And then the Reggie, just the California Angels. Look, that's Pepino's shirt right there. And <laughs> wait, do you guys see? Uh, I just, this is my classic Angels right here. These cards just, this is a childhood card. Um, but my favorite set from that decade is the 1986. And I got this hand signed back when I was a kid. I'm guessing back in 1986 when I was six years old. You know, maybe I was seven, but Ken Forsh, California Angels. And then you've got minis in that set, which were awesome. The little mini versions. And I'm, I love mini cards. Like, I know a lot of guys don't like the minis, but I love mini cards. Maybe because I'm mini. I don't know why I love them though. Um, and then you also have the update set which was awesome. And this is one of my favorite Barry Bonds rookie cards is this 86 Fleer. I absolutely love it. And then the greatest card of all time as a kid, this is the first time, this is the first card I had in a binder that was really worth money. And it was like $8 back then. 
the Eric Plunk and Jose Canseco rookie card. And I had this one in a photo binder. You know, remember those old photo binders that had the sticky yeah. backs to them, right? That was my first like real binder. And I, and I, I put one of these in there. This isn't the same one. I have the other one up in a box, but this card, I mean, it is one of those cards that I, I have to always have in my eyesight somewhere on the wall, somewhere on my desk. Um, it means everything to me. So it really brings back a lot of memories. So 86 flare for me and Pepino is in a new mask and I knew he wouldn't let me down. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, all right. So stoked. Okay. Mike, um, you didn't get to introduce yourself and I don't know, I guess you don't really have to, but I was telling, I was telling everybody how, when you look at cards, um, you bring out a lot of joy and you bring out a lot of things inside of us as collectors. It doesn't matter what we're looking at when you're showing a card. And I just, I, I love your channel. I love, it's not your channel. I love you as a person and what you show and, and how you talk about cards. So I'm going to let you take over on the next round, which is pick your favorite non-standard set from 1980 to 89. I know you're going to bring something random. Could be anything under the sun and you can show a couple sets, talk about them. So how about it? Well, awesome. I just hope I'm still on. We all good? You can hear me? You're good. Here you okay. clear as day. Good. Hey, also real quick, just because we were talking about Flair, I got to mention, because I think Lou Rock or someone was mentioning it. Here's the Randy Johnson with the Marlboro. Ooh, smoking. Wait, show that one again. Show that one again. It's got, he's got a Marlboro. Advertisement in the back. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you showed I had uh, the autographed by Corey Snyder and then Cecil Fielder. And then Jose. Love that card. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're talking about uh, non traditional uh, baseball packs and stuff, right? Yeah, anything. It doesn't have to be baseball. It could be wrestling. It could be um, anything under the sun. Well, you're setting me up. You know I'm going to do wrestling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, basically, uh, yeah, 82 tops were the first cards I ever owned. But the first packs I ever ripped were uh, Garbage Pail Kids in uh, 1985, Series 1. And... Uh, 1985 WWF uh, cards. Hey, hey, Mike, did you ever have um, those rubber wrestling figures, or were you what? What? How? Well, I guess without asking how old you are, but did you ever have those rubber big, those tall rubber wrestling guys? Oh no, yeah, they, yeah, the LJN figures. Uh, dude, those were. I, the best. I definitely keep uh, Andre in the back of some videos. Okay, yeah, that's where I've seen it. Yeah, I used to have a bunch of those. Dude, but those yeah, are these, these packs were uh, normally a quarter, and uh, my dad smoked cigarettes. We lived in New York, so he was always at the gas station, at the convenience store, you know, whatever. So, you know, sometimes I would get a pack of Garbage Pail Kids. Sometimes I'd get a pack of WWF cards, and it kind of got me into cards. And then it was 87 tops that really uh, – uh, fueled my uh, collecting and everything. And if we're saying it's just a uh, 
a baseball release, then it's still 82 tops, but it's the 82 tops Kmart cards. Oh, yeah, the MVP series. The Look at the 20th those anniversary from 1982. I mean, the tops put out a lot of cards in 82, a lot of little subset cards and things like that. You have that whole set autographed, or are you working on it? No, I just showed you every single one I have. <laughs> Dude, those are awesome. Those are awesome. And the Drake's big hitters and the ones you used to cut off the back of Ho-Hos and Ding-Dings and, and uh, Lala's and Lulu's, and uh, these were these were incredible. This guy's a, a, a Daryl Strawberry rookie card in it. Wow. 82 tops was also these uh, uh, freaking Cracker Jack cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are 82 tops. And these are 82, but they're not tops. Ooh. Look at those. That's awesome. Then 86 tops. What? Still love it. Still pimp. Billy Martin. There you go, Lou Rock. There's your 86 again. Talking about Will Clark. This ain't even a card. <laughs> Is that all you got yeah, for us? Shout out to 89 Donruss. Oh, there we Lots go. Lots of love for 89 Donruss. Busted a lot of 89 Donruss. I think the most packs I ever opened of any release ever was 1987 Tops, followed by 1989 Donruss. Man, I couldn't get a hold of those 89 Donruss where I live. Those were like gold. It is a little, little controversy on the camera, huh? <laughs> One of the best postseason pitchers of all time. Yeah, one of the weakest mustache games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that all you got for us, Mike? I think. I think I answered more than the questions. I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, I did. I Was love there it. Any, anything, any, any, uh, anything I, I, I didn't answer? Or no, I think, you, I think you crushed it. You went off, you know, yeah, you didn't show any movie cards. I thought maybe you'd show a movie card, but. Not the kind um, of movies I watch. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, stoked. Super stoked. Um, Pepino, why don't you uh, show us your non-tops and standard set, your favorite set or numerous? Uh, well, I wasn't uh, following the same foot track, but I guess Garbage Pail Kids is on by tops, right? These are... Um, bunch of 87s i still had uh when i was a kid growing up uh garbage bell kids i used to buy them all the time but i never kept them uh all of them ended up on my wall on my door like i because they're stickers i stuck them everywhere so i can't i mean i know i completed the set and stuff but also uh uh for i'm gonna go with some post cereal night not the uh Super vintage one, but uh, the eight. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, go with some of those. The Kmart cards also had kind of like those turn back the clock kind of things on the 20th anniversary. Yeah, Mike showed those ones. Autographed. And then, like, uh, even the star cards, like, they had them in other sports too, not just the Jordan, 
But I don't remember who sent me this, but I can't stop looking at that face, man. I mean, I just look at this card all the time. <laughs> what, what was the meaning behind this card? It is a pretty good face. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and then you have those off brands um, when, you know, they were trying to, you know. Oh, wow, a champ axe. I've never seen that one. Yeah, they, you know, you had to cut them out the box. So, this is about the box. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are you the number one Tampax collector on the registry? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one, I think. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, uh, Gunn said he sent that one to you. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Um, Why? <laughs> hey, you know what? What is so funny to me, you guys both, you guys are like adults because garbage trail kids, I it wasn't that I my parents ever told me I wasn't allowed to collect those, but my friend's parents told me I went to a, a private school, a Christian school growing up. I wasn't allowed, not for my parents. They didn't care. They never gave me rules, but other parents, friends, and my school were not, we were not allowed to touch those garbage pail kids. I always thought they were like the devil. <laughs> so I don't have any of them. Yeah. They were pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. But you guys, I, I, I have you guys a lot. Are this is just one I happen to have on my shelf, but I, I have a a box that says GPK. It's garbage pail kids. That's awesome. And they're stickers, right? Yeah, they're stickers. I yeah. that's what I'm saying. All of them, almost all of them that I had as a kid, they ended up on my wall on my door. You know, I I, I didn't keep any of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, hey, Adam, did you did you go yet? No, not yet. All right. Hey, thanks, Pino. Those were awesome. It's so good to see all these random sets that we forget about and bring them back to the surface. And it, I just remember going into card shops, going into Baseworks Plus, oh, and seeing those things. Yeah, Toys R Us. Oh, you're jumping the gun. Yes. Oh, am I? <laughs> yeah, you're jumping the gun there. <laughs> oh, which one's that? Oh, yeah, you're showing. Yeah, uh, I forgot who mentioned wanted to see that one. Yes. Brian Downey. No one no one beats That's Brian Downey. All right. Spine of my binder too. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. All right, Adam, you're up. Go give us your favorite non standard top set all of right. all time. It could be tops, but just or it could be anything you oh, want. Doesn't matter. I got, I got a, you know, I got a few things here. Um, but yeah, I love. This is like for me. This is the best part of the '80s. Is you know, the, the standard stuff is great, um, but it's the random oddball stuff. Like the '80s is just littered with it, and um, those are those are my favorite things from the '80s. So I got, got a, uh, how about some starting lineups cards? Oh yeah, starting lineup baby. Willie oh, yeah. Mays, Mickey Mantle. Um, Larry Bird. These things are, look at these things. These are incredible cards. Uh, a little Charles Barkley action. I know it's basketball, but I guess. Dude, anything them. goes tonight. Magic Johnson. Real quick, do you have the Larry Bird card where he's playing baseball? No, I don't. No, I what? don't have that one. No, no. Dude, Adam, you're blowing it. That's like right up your alley. Hey, man, I got time. Look, I got time to do, to get like that stuff. I can't get everything at once here. Jeez. All right, but you're right. That is a, that's a, such a great card. I got to get that. Uh, a little more Larry Bird action there, and then a rookie year Larry Bird starting lineup. Wow. Uh, this 
uh, Caesar, I heard, I saw you do, you did a, a video about Pacific cards recently. And I mean, I love Pacific cards. And this was like, for me, I know Dylan, you call these ugly, but these have some of the best photos of baseball legends of all time. 1988 Pacific legends. Get a little Stan the man here autograph card. That's awesome. Look at that. Look at the photo. I want to run through just a couple of these. Look at the photos on these cards. Like, you got a little Jackie Robinson. I mean, That's just beautiful sick. photos. Clemente. Little Joe D. Like, for me at the time, like, there weren't – I didn't see a lot of cards that had, like, such cool color photos like this of, uh, of the legends. Hank Aaron. A uh, little Willie Mays. And one of my favorites, Mickey Mantle auto card wow. here. Your 10th Mickey Mantle nice. autograph. That's oh. awesome. And Dylan, I'm, I'm just doing this to torture you because I know you <laughs> hate these cards. I don't hate those cards. How about sports flicks? Oh, sports flicks, yeah. Not my favorite. Uh, Willie May Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays. Stan the Man. Woo! How about Babe Ruth? The Babe. Oh, he's there. Yeah, unopened. Pack. I got a, I got an unopened pack here, Adam. So I'm not. Yeah, Twinsies hit him. Hey, Mike, where's your sports flicks? Uh, I don't have any sports flicks. Oh, it's because they're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're so cool. I mean, how does that? How does it work? I don't know. That's it's, the thing. How does it work? You can never get the right. You can never get the 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 right image on the. I mean, screen. I don't have any unopened packs, but. And this is one of this is one of my favorite cards ever. It's a, because my dad worked for Polaroid, and it's a Converse Larry Bird card with Polaroid in the background. Wow, that's Ooh. sick! Cool. That's really cool. Yep. So for me, like the '80s, that's the best. Like the best collectibles and cards from the '80s are, uh, you know, all this oddball stuff. There's there's so much of it, and I love to collect it. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, baby, unopened. I got a whole box of that unopened. I'm going to bring oh, it to really? the Nashville. I want to no open way. one and just pull a Mickey Mantle. That would be yeah, so baby. awesome. <laughs> actually pull you, from a pack. Photos, Dylan, you called it an ugly silver border. But, man, the photos on those cards are just top-notch. Some of those photos I've never seen before. Like, if you look back, I like some yeah. of the photos they use, I don't know how Pacific got them, but they are incredible cards and very nostalgic for me. Um, I used to go to the card shop with my dad and, and uh, you know, he used to buy me packs of those. And those were my first cards of those guys, basically. So I love Pacific Legends. Well, Adam, it, uh, ugly cards need love, too, as Lou Rock would say. <laughs> and they're not ugly. So that's it. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. You know that. There's no such thing as an ugly card. They're all whatever it brings up inside of us. You know, I just like to heckle you a little bit. But they are, uh, they're great for autos. I mean, you look on eBay, there's a ton of these that have like great autos on them. Cause yeah. you know, um, so it's pretty cool. I like the set. All right. Well, this is my favorite segment as well. Um, I think we all kind of express ourselves in this segment of non-baseball or just like non-traditional sets. Cause like Adam said, and there's, they just came out with so much glorious stuff and there was so much stuff to collect in the eighties as a kid and it was all inexpensive. And my grandma would always go to, go to Walmart and buy stuff. There's a starting lineup. And, oh, and by and the just, way, high grade, yes, I do have those. I didn't bring them with me, but the high grades are awesome. 
What ones are the? Well, I might the be green showing. ones. They're green. The green one. Oh yeah, the full green ones. Okay. Well, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show a version of the high grades in, in a second. Or orange. I think some of them are orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some of those over here. But all right. Well, so for mine, I'm dude. It it's just just it's too much good stuff, right? So first and foremost, the the Toys R Us sets for me were just awesome. The little box sets. I'm sure Pepino Man's got one handy. Um, just outstanding sets they would come out with all the greatest players and they were really glossy like the glossiest cards you could get mm -hmm. in the 80s were from toys r us they were super shiny super glossy um and then i was a huge i'm a huge movie card collector guy i love them and the goonies from 1985 was one of the greatest movies in the world i don't know when the movie came out but this is an 85 card so probably around then and then of course you got the pirate ship scene um, where the girl jumps out and then, you know, her, her dress flies up and you're like, you're like, yay, underwear. <laughs> and then cat cards, you guys, you guys know, I'm oh, a freak. Yes. <laughs> I have a whole collection of cat cards. Um, I mean, how can you not go wrong? A cat playing guitar. These are stickers. <laughs> you know, you got a cat gambling. I mean, how yeah. sick is that? Are you kidding me? I mean, how cool is that? Silly cat. They don't know the concept of money. <laughs> I know. Come I got to get me meow. <laughs> oh, I got double. So anybody really wants a cat card, I'll send you one. And then you got a combo cat card. What's not to love about these? You don't I have any of those autographs? I, 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 I wish I had these autographs. Um, I actually got these. I, I collected these as a kid, but I found this stack at my sister's house. Um, I think two years ago, I was going through her attic and she had all her cards up there she collected and she had a stack of these, which I have as well up in a box, but she had her stack and I was so stoked and you can make a puzzle because you need to make a cat puzzle on the back, right? Um, oh. Cat cards were like my favorites. And then the high grades, these were my favorites. The baseball immortals. Oh yeah, baby. And so I got Joe DiMaggio's auto here. Um, wow. I, I just, these were like, to me, these were gold. I mean, everything to me, these were as close as I was going to ever get to vintage. When I was a kid, I thought these were worth a fortune. Of course, these are autographed, but the non-autographed versions as well. As a kid, they, they were, they were like my pride and joy. First thing I would ever show people, you know, mm. like, look at this mom, look at this dad, look at this, this Babe Ruth card I have. Look at this. It's just an awesome set and it's it reminds me a lot of the 75 tops which i was a huge fan of am a huge fan of um you can't go wrong um Stand the man yeah uh, so that's that's that was those are my favorites from that era that i could pull out yeah those are dope yeah i mean now obviously the cat cards are the best cards you've seen tonight but of course you know <laughs> all right well, question. what's that without question exactly <laughs> All right. Um, next one. This is the grand finale. Oh no, it isn't. We got two more. Thank God, because I'm like, dude, it's not. It's too early. To, I'm not. I'm not got, ready to go yet. I'm not ready to go. I got more drinks. I got. I'm ready to keep going. Next one is our least favorite sets from the '80s. You could bring up as many as you want. Doesn't matter. But your least favorite sets. So, Mike, why don't you go first? And uh, give us a little talk about each of them. Okay, cool. Uh, everything good? You can still hear me? I'm okay? 
Yeah, you're solid. Okay, cool, cool, great. I'm always going to be worried about that. All <laughs> right, uh, least favorite sets. Um, just number one in tops, Donruss and Fleer, and just 80s, right? Because we yeah, all know that's kinda, that's where we... Fleer, uh, 91 Fleer and 92 Fleer are the ugliest baseball card sets ever made. <laughs> Provisions, all right, they're cool, but 91, 92 Fleer sucks so bad. But uh, uh, let me think for uh, for tops, we're looking at the 80s. It was yep. tough. I think they did really good uh, all through those years. But um, 1988, I feel like 1988 tops, especially after such an iconic, historic, uh, uh, a hugely loved 1987. Uh, to come out with 1988 tops, and there's not really a chase. I mean, I know you got you got Tom Glavin rookie card in there. Uh, again, o- only made better because of tops traded and USA cards coming back that hadn't been around since the '85 McGuire days. Yeah, those uh, USA tops is uh, it's lazy, it's boring, it's. Uh, the, I, I don't like the all the all stars. Uh, the, they're an eyesore, and the Hulk Hogan colors and um, the award winners are just too red. Seems real basic. Also, I think I just have like a chip on my shoulder because uh, like my parents bought me a complete set of '88 tops. Uh, my uncle bought me a complete set of '88 tops. My grandpa bought me a, a, a complete set of '88 tops. So I always thought like, man. I just got to hold on to these long enough, 30, 40, 50 years. And, and these, these are going to, you know, pay my way uh, into the nursing home. But, you know, they, it is what it is. I think 88 tops was their uh, laziest of uh, the 80s. And I think 88 was also Donruss's worst. Uh, I don't know if it's just a bad association I have with it, but I think uh, 88 Donruss is one of the most butt ugly cards out there. Uh, way worse. Sorry, than sorry Adam. Oh, way worse. Uh, that was my favorite, so I'm really hurt right now. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Or one of my favorites. Look, I, I, I guess I might like white borders because any card where they rely on one color too much. I know I'm going to step on Pepino's toes, but 87 Fleer, too blue. <laughs> 88 Donruss, too blue. 1990 uh, Donruss, two red. 91 and 92 Fleer, two yellow. Yeah, I can't can't argue with those ones. Um, got a little heated there. I, I think I answered the question. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you did, Mike. Thank you. All right. <laughs> that was awesome. And I showed some cards while you were you were talking about them. As cool. You were, yeah, I got, he, uh, we were at the OPG. We were twinsies on the couple of those. Hey, Pepino, man, I really am interested to hear. Thank you, Mike. I'm really interested to hear your least favorite because obviously I know you, Mike, you guys are really passionate about your cards and to say something's ugly. Mike, I didn't have a problem with it. So I'm really intrigued, uh, Pepino, if you can say a, a set's actually ugly. No, I can't. But I can tell you my least favorites. Yeah, uh, I guess there you go. Since I'm a set collector, is the uh, '83 Fleer. And oh, remember? The, well, the reason why is because you see that Reggie and that Ricky Henderson. 
Yep. This is, how this is the order they're in in the book. So that's how they look in the binder. But they're not, this is the order they're in, but the card goes like this. <laughs> no way. Wow. Wow. That's kind of so, sick. How can you yeah, put that? So they have two awesome. of them like that, right? And this is the order they're in in the binder. This is how you see them. But they should be flipped because they go wow. like this. They do that every year. There's a couple other ones, but fleer, these fleers were the sets. There's that's what like my least favorite part of the set. Even though they're the ones who put them in order by team and alphabetical. These early eighties, man. Like I had one job. One job and messed <laughs> up. Dude, Pepino, you're kind of blowing my mind because they were like doing every Fleer was doing everything right. All they had to do was put the set on the table and look and be like, let's reverse those two. And they have a perfect set. Yeah, that's how they're supposed to look. I've never seen those two side by side. I always wonder why those were cut off like that. Yeah, that's you're right. You might cool. think they're miscuts. If you didn't know any yeah. better, you think it's a miscut. A hundred percent. Both of these. You, if you saw these, you think it's a miscut eye and, and sell it for five cents. Yeah, I had no idea that was supposed to be like that. That's awesome. So, I don't think they're ugly. Zog cards are beautiful, but these are my least favorite sets. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. I like that. Is that it? 83. That's yeah, your choice. That's how I'm going to go. I, I can't call out any, <laughs> any card. <laughs> All right. Um, Adam, did you go yet? <coughs> Excuse me. No, I did not. All right. Oh, let's oh. see. You're going to probably poo-poo one of my favorites. I just have this feeling and stuff. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to break the rules again. Uh, 88 tops is my least favorite. It's, uh, yeah, it's not. I don't, instead of just beating a dead horse, yeah. I want to use my minute or two here. I forgot to show one, one of the cards I wanted to show in the last one. Uh, a little oddball, 1988 Pacific, because I love Pacific. Eight man out. They they had they made a set from the movie, uh, and this is Joe Jackson. Look at this thing. Joe Jackson, man, look at that photo. That's awesome. Eight man out, great movie. 1988 Pacific. So I I've never that. I've never actually seen that card in my entire life. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, man. I got I, I love that I love that set. Got Charlie Sheen in it. Like they made cards of the of the actors too, and uh, we got to show a football card. 89 pro set bo jackson yes look oh, at yeah. this card one of the one of the best football cards ever yes and wait 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 are you that's a sick card are you i thought we were talking about uh, worse cards yeah i'm breaking the rules <laughs> i don't want to talk about negative stuff you're so. confusing my brain right now hey man this is the 80s i don't i don't want to get that negative, sick. You know? that's a sick card uh and that's a sicko right and then I wanna, sicko. I last, last 30 seconds Something else I collect from the 80s. We're talking 80s. we got to mention Beckett magazines, man. This is the first Beckett magazine ever. No way. Beckett Monthly original. What? Yeah. You got to get that autographed by Mr. Beckett. By the way, if I ever meet Dr. Beckett, I want to know why did he, not that I did anything wrong with it, but why did he pick for the first issue? What did he like? You know, what does he, is, is 65 tops Clemente his favorite Clemente card? I don't know. I, I wanted to ask him that at some point if I ever get a chance. Maybe someone you know. knows in the chat. But I just, you know, being the first one, I, I wonder why he picked that card. It's a great card. Um, I think this is issue 
number, I don't know. Oh, number two, right here. Little Mickey Mantle, Cal Ripken. Oh. Issue what, number two. Hey, Adam, what year are those? Because I don't ever remember seeing those. So the first yeah, one. Those are some pretty basic covers. Yeah. This is uh, November 84 is the first issue right here. Okay, and, uh, I was four years old. No wonder I hadn't seen them. And uh, December, <laughs> December 84, number two. And then we got number three, little Willie Mays, Dave Winfield action. This was January 85. Dang. Those love, are awesome. Love these. Love reading through them, too. And issue, I don't have four, but number. this is number five. Stan Musial. Eddie Murray. Look at this. Look at this cover from 86. Woo. Mickey Mantle. Oh, there you do you have the, the error, Beckett, where it has the two covers of the Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle cover? No, I don't have that one either. No, I don't have that. Uh, and then a couple more. Look at this Wade Boggs cover. John Wade Boggs fan was in the chat earlier. Yes, he, he was. This one. And Willie Mays. So I just, I collect these. Uh, I love, I love having them. And uh, I just feel like they're some of the most nostalgic collectibles from the 80s. Totally. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yep. So you went from like we were talking about the worst designs of all time to like the greatest designs of it ever. Yeah. I just totally I don't care what your rules are. I'm just gonna show <laughs> I use my time, so no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're not welcome. I, I don't know, you might not get an invite back. This over is here. my last live chat, so it's been hey. fun, guys. It's been a, been a blast. People start breaking the rules all the time, I'm not gonna have any control over here. <laughs> I'm trying to be like James Elite Hunters and have a little control over the live stream. Sorry, last thing, and maybe this will will help. Uh, I just I just saw I just got my issue of Sports Collectors. Wow. I guess today. Wow. So That's I just wanted, really to, wanted to say it's a it's got a really cool article in it about a guy. Look at this guy. He's trying to trying to suckle his way back onto a pop, <laughs> onto the show again. Can I come back on the channel now? <laughs> yeah, we'll there let you go. back on. I'll let you back on. Get thanks your for showing. Hey, thanks for showing that. I never seen that before. That's just that's came pretty, in today. That's came in special. Today. Yep. That's 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 kind of never thought that would happen in a million years. Nice man, congratulations. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that, man. That that kind of blows my mind. Unbelievable. All right, all right. So, Mike, did you give your your worst ones? I'm I'm lost now because we're talking about best worst. Oh, you gave a whole list of them. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, worst okay. eighty-eight dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I had yours. Yeah. Well, Mike, because you're me and you, you know, we have a kindred spirits here. Uh, I also included the worst 88 Donruss, 88 Tops. I don't know what the heck's going on. Poor Glavin yeah. had to be, poor Glavin, his rookie cards in the worst year possible. <laughs> and then, sorry, Adam, but, you know, 88, 89 Fleer to me just doesn't do it. Um, it's not hideous. It's not, not terrible, but, you know, not my favorite. Um, we have not talked about score, which I didn't even bring up. Score is awesome. Um, so this isn't like my least favorite card of all time. I just thought I'd show a score, so I'll break the rules too. Um, you know what else we haven't talked about is 89 Upper Deck, which is crazy. None of us picked that as our favorite. None of us oh. have even mentioned it. Um, it's not – I know everybody like is like, Oh, almighty Ken Griffey Jr. 89 upper deck. To me, it, it isn't, it doesn't, it, it isn't that for me. I, I bought three packs of these in my life and I pulled two. So 
as a kid. So literally, like I got them for Christmas and then I bought one for four dollars or something one time. See, and they were just so commonplace. I just it wasn't my favorite thing in the world. I, I the later upper decks were better for me. I, I appreciated the 90, 91, 92 much more because of the chase. Um, but 89 upper deck for me, I don't know. Yeah, it was fantastic, I guess. But I, none of us have brought that up, which is kind of fascinating, even though I didn't say you can talk about it. But I was saving mine till the end. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, so with that said, I guess we have one more thing that we need to go down. What is or was your God card growing up? From 1980 to 1989, your God card, meaning lowercase g, in lowercase g, meaning like this card was just that, you never thought you'd ever have it. Um, you saw it, you held it, or you didn't. Whatever, whatever brings up in you, that's what I mean by God card. And I just think, um, I think that that's something that all of us probably have one. So Mike, why don't you take us away with that? Yo, okay, absolutely. Um, you're saying the God card to us, the number one card to own, especially as a kid between 1980 and 1989, right? Yep, yep. I love 82 tops. It's my favorite set of all time. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of top sets where the uh, traded and update become the best thing about the set. And uh, this was the card. This was the card. You know, you couldn't get this in a pack. You couldn't, uh, you know, you had to get the complete set. This was one of the first eBay purchases I ever made was a complete set of 82 tops traded. Um, so, yeah, this card here, you, I, I'd see it in the display case of some of the LCSs I would go to and some of the card shows I would go to, but not all. So this this was the 80s card for me, period. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that is, that's probably the most valuable card in the 80s as far as like a standard rookie. Is that not? Oh, yeah, I was thinking about it. I mean, it, it, at, at least when, when we were all growing up, I mean, that I mean, card even... was worth more than uh, a Ricky Henderson rookie or uh, an 89 Griffey or, you know, Wade Boggs, Ryan Sandberg, Don Mattingly rookie. I mean, maybe 86 Fleer or 86 Donruss uh, uh, Canseco. Maybe that, that, that was up there for yeah, a that couple was months. Up there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 89. By the way, shout out Adam. 89 pro set and 89 score set the bar. That's the high watermark for football cards. Yep. Well, that that's yeah, you can't go wrong with that. No, I feel like the 82 Cal Ripken was like that still is might be the highest valued card, you know, ungraded. Maybe that in the Ricky Henderson, maybe an 84 update, like uh Fleer Clemens or something. I don't know. They're all kind of real close in that $100 range, ungraded maybe. Maybe a little more, actually. Probably more expensive than the Ricky. All right, guys, a good choice. Can't go wrong there. Thank you. Um, all right, Pepino, man. What, what, what have you, what's your God card? My God card was this uh, Daryl Strawberry rookie. All right, um, 
that's one of those cars that I wanted all my my whole time growing up, but I was, you know, I was a kid without a job, no allowance uh, in the 80s, so I could never afford the car. And it wasn't until I got, like, my first job and my first real paycheck and stuff, like, working uh, as a student worker, uh, that I was able to get the stra uh, strawberry. And I remember it was 80 bucks. And that was, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of money back then, for me at least, uh, 80 bucks. Uh, so I got it while I was still in high school. But it was already, like, you know, the end of the 80s. And, um, yeah, that card meant everything to me. Um, when I was in Little League, I used to, I used to uh, copy Daryl Strawberry's swing, and he used to hold his bat straight up like a tower, you know what I mean? It was a tower of power, and every coach hated me, like, hated me. Do always told me, don't stop doing that, stop doing that, you know, because it was hard to swing. The way he had his bat way up in the air, it's such a long swing, you know what I mean? And coaches were so anti that, you know, they believe in a short swing. Uh, so I always got crap for that. But, yeah, man, um, I'm going to go with the 83 uh tops traded Daryl strawberry i mean i wanted that card forever and i just couldn't afford it, it was the card that i had to have back then i mean um you could almost put the 84 donris don manley on that list but i just never saw that card at least the Daryl strawberry was something i would see at the show I was like I, I want that so bad and i couldn't have it you know and then i got it. that was my card in the 80s my favorite card of the 80s period you know, I mean, if, if, you know, you evolve in the hobby, new stuff happens. Um, But, yeah, during the 80s, that was that was my hit card. Awesome. I'm glad you took long enough because I actually, I, I listened to you the whole time, but I, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> <And it'd> be... <laughs> I was like, please, keep going, Pepino. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how's the batting stance? Yeah, little league. It was like, remember, uh, knuckles aligned, uh, knuckles aligned, uh, squash the bug. Everything had to be perfect. And then you got guys like Daryl Strawby who just throw, you know, throw all the stuff. I remember Guerrero Senior. You know what I mean? He just swung at everything, anything. Ball hitting the ground. He's bouncing, hitting it over the fence. But at least his swing was proper. But then you got guys like kind of why I don't like Juan Soto. I, I just feel like. I'm just not a big fan at all because his stance, you see kids in little league. I have a nephew in little league. You watch guys and they go up there and stand like him. And you're like, dude, and they just strike out every time they put their foot weird. And you're like, they can do you. When you get older, you do what you want. But in literally, you really got to stick to the basics. It's like golf. Yeah. You know, you, you're better off sticking to what works. So I get that. But Daryl Strawberry, you know, you got to kind of emulate your heroes back in the day. Really cool card. Really awesome card. Um, okay. Well, great. Good job. <laughs> Good job taking long. Okay. Oh, we froze out. We still here? Yep. I'm here. Am I here? here? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mike's here. <laughs> I, I had a freeze out. Okay. Adam, why don't you show us your God card? Well, it's, I mean, it's this card, guys. Come on. It's this card. All right, good. We brought it up. I never and, had this and, one as a kid either. This was the chase card, and I never got one as a kid. And, man, I went back, and a few years back, I said, I want to get this. So I did. This is the card, man. I mean, 89 upper deck. 
uh, I didn't mention it before because I was, you know, I was going to mention it at the end here, but that's the that's the set I think of when I think of like the '80s for me. I mean, for me, that uh, born in '81, I was eight, whatever when it came out. Like this, this set changed the game. This is the car. I mean, this is one of the most. I know they made a lot of them, but this is one of the most iconic cards of all time. It's probably one of the top five, in my opinion, cards ever. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't want, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't love this card, man. It's Griffey was such an awesome player. He was our, he was going to be our Mickey Mantle, you know, it's just, unfortunately they didn't dump them all in the river and they made a million plus like 10 million of them or whatever they did, but still it doesn't take away that this is a, this is the card uh, for me, at least when I was a kid and all my friends, uh, I knew one kid who had one. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't see many of these when I was a kid. I, I opened so, a few packs, but yeah, I never, never got one. So, so. so let me ask you this is, uh, is um, that time when you were a kid and chasing that card, was it already the nineties? Yeah, it was probably like, right. That's, that's just, something, that's just 90, something like that I associate with that card. Like I agree that that's the best card to come out of the nineties, you know, but like, I was young, you know, I guess I was a lot older than you. So I was younger back then. I was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yep. So, yeah. So my favorite cards were like in the early eighties. I, I just remember like in 89, I was chasing Greg Jeffries. Like I remember yeah. that was like what you saw in Beckett magazine. That was yeah. the high was Greg Jeffries. It <laughs> wasn't like a couple years later where like, Oh man, this Griffey kid is really good. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yep. That's awesome. Dude, Adam, I mean, I mean, I don't want to say like I don't want to poop card. Yeah. Like it, it is an iconic card. It is one of it's got to be probably top ten most iconic baseball cards of all time. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And the set did change things. But if you're talking from a personal standpoint, it just didn't doesn't do it for me. It just never has, and it and it it doesn't. But it's that's why the hobby's so great. We can all have our own opinions, and we all have our own experiences. Like my experience was this: is I. I pulled two of these in three packs, literally. I'm not kidding you. Three packs. So to me, I knew back then, like, man, this car's not that hard to find. And I don't know why, but I just, it's probably because I, I couldn't buy them. I didn't have money for them. I got two for Christmas from my uncle and I bought one randomly. And I, and I, it, it, it was, I, I, I don't, I love overproduced cards. I, I love cards that they have produced millions of them. That's not, that's not part of like, why a card means something to me if it's more rare or more hard to find but as a kid when you find two of them in three packs whatever it was it just i don't know i think it's because i could never i never bought the packs right you, you just i couldn't go there i could buy five tops packs instead of one upper deck so i just always did that's probably why that means less to me than other things, but it needed to be said, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think most people would agree with you. So good choice. Can't 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 argue with you. And they're easy to get. It's awesome. So everybody can. Well, afford I don't know. Them. My my nephew just uh, he opened a box of '89 upper deck, and he only got one out of the whole box. So I think you're just lucky, That's man. Insane. I you're got lucky. Yes, <laughs> so. Hey, yeah, uh, my friends. I remember I, I, lucky, watched, so. I watched a lot of videos of people breaking a whole box of like the 86 Donruss and like nobody out of like the five videos pulled it because Jose Canseco read rookie. Nobody. Right. Well, you got to think these old sets have like seven. I mean, I don't know, new ones too, maybe, but like 700 cards in them, right? I don't know the upper deck. I don't know the numbers, but I remember like 
sometimes you get like three of the same card in three packs, but then you'd never see the one that you wanted or you needed. You just never see it. It's so weird, right? Oh, yeah, definitely correlated. Some kind of correlation. Just the way, yeah. you know, they're cut off yeah. the sheet, they, they fall in order, and they come out in order. Yeah, and then each, I don't know if everybody thinks the same thing as I have always thought, like, each city or state, like, they they would they send boxes somewhere. It's like, oh, they got all of this. They got all the Calvary yeah. Junior rookies. And then this guy got all these. Like, there's certain boxes that you certain places you just pull the whole bunch from like like the lottery it's like one lot one uh mini mark always seems to win the lottery right it's like whatever it is it's really weird by the way i just want to say i i I kind of sometimes i feel bad for like some of these players like randy johnson who has a rookie card and a great rookie card uh i feel bad for these guys like if they came along at a different time in in the card eras they would be like legends in the hobby, right? Um, but because yeah. the, there you go, that yeah. card, that card could be like one of the most iconic cards ever if they didn't, you know, make it make it in 1989. If they made it in a different time, uh, he was he was Randy Johnson. Look at his career; I mean, it's so good. Uh, but and he, he killed the bird. Look, so <laughs> I mean, he's the only player to ever kill it, only pitcher to ever hit a bird in the midair, right? That bird had warned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude you're so right adam it's it's amazing like to think about that a lot of these like iconic cards that we collect they're they're sought after and iconic because they're in the right set and they came out at the right time and it's like these these poor tom glavin here like one of the greatest pitchers ever like comes out at the worst possible time in history and like you say randy johnson one of the greatest players ever and just the nicest guy but he just Wrong timing. But Griffey came out in that same year, and he's worth a lot of money. But maybe, yeah, a lot, a lot goes into it. All right. Well, um, Mike, did you did you share your favorite card? God card? I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Ripken 82 tops traded. Oh, yeah. Traded. Ripken 82 tops traded. Yes. <laughs> You're smoking uh, more than me. Dude, seriously. Holy smokes. <laughs> uh, anybody in – I don't want to end it yet. I don't know if you guys are, I'm not ready to end it yet. So if any of you guys in the chat, you guys have any questions for any of us, look at Pepino is all sweaty. Dude, you're a trooper Pepino. You wore that thing and now you're putting a beanie on to soak that sweat up. <laughs> Flowing minds. Anybody have any questions for us? Anything you want to see? Any sets you want to see cards? Because I know we all have our cards laid out. I got every like 1980 tops. We didn't talk too much about 80 tops. That would be my second favorite. Like, there's you know oh there's there it is i had that mixed up where's that oh yeah the canseco i I always mix up in there uh anybody else have any any questions for us guess not (laughs) great chat by the way tonight i mean all these so fun all these all these great channels coming through and yeah thank you everybody for showing up yeah super super awesome I had no idea Dave Winfield killed a a bird from the outfield. That's amazing. Yes. Troy's coming to town. Is that Troy? Oh, Oh, is it a He-Man or that looks like a He-Man sword. There's the 85. That's amazing. All right, here we go. Here's a question from the card, the card hobbyist. Which player did you see? 
did you seem to get in every pack that you did not want? For me, it was Steve Michelle. Great, great question. Because yeah. me and my friend, when we went through a huge buying wax cut, buying packs and opening up, there's always a guy like Melvin Mora was our guy or Jim Elliott. We're like, oh, you just got Jim Elliotted. What <laughs> what what card was that? What player was that for you? Pepino, Mike, you guys have any guys like that? <clears throat> you go first, brother. No, not really. Not not in the 80s. Are we talking like just the 80s? Eh, you know, whatever at this point. Like I remember like in, I think in 2020 or 19, it was um that dude uh that autograph of that dude um was something rowdy. Uh Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez, dude. Like it wasn't just me pulling it up. See, like I I would buy a couple of blasters and I'd always get an autograph of him. And you know, I had like three of them, but it wasn't just me. I'd watch other people, and everybody on YouTube was putting, was pulling Rowdy Tellez autographs. Everybody. That's awesome. Yeah, like, right. You don't know. Yeah. They all ship. They ship them all to your era. <laughs> Man, I want to go rip a shirt off and put another shirt on. Just like, ah, I'm so pissed. I didn't bring up a bring some wardrobes. Dang it! Ah, I blew it. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. Any 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 other thoughts on that one? Uh, I'm gonna say Greg Gagne. I used to get a ton of Greg Gagne cards. Greg Gagne. What what <laughs> set was that from? Oh man, I don't know. 88 tops probably or so. I don't. I just. I feel like I got a ton of Greg Gagne cards, and yeah. Oh yeah, I I, guy, but, yeah. <laughs> I remember one. Brett Saberhagen from 87 tops. Yeah. I, Brett, I got like yeah. a million Brett Saberhagens. He was a great pitcher too. It was, was sick. It was a future stars card, I think. I was just like, yeah, I couldn't. I had like a hundred of them. <laughs> uh, hey, for me, uh, the guy I've, I've pulled most all time, uh, not just the '80s, is Nick Swisher. There were Nick so Swisher. many times I bought a product where you were guaranteed an auto or a game used, and so many times I got Nick Swisher. And he was always with Oakland. And I, I just kept him. You know, I never really found a, 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 a Nick Swisher collector. Uh, and then eventually he became a Yankee. What? So they, they became PC anyway. But <laughs> 80s, Dave Magadan. Dave freaking Magadan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always <laughs> Dave Magadan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a sick one. I totally can picture that card. A certain card in my head. Oh, my God. He was God. a future star. Yeah, it was 87 Future Stars, right? No, I'm talking right now. I still say his career isn't all written yet. You'll see. <laughs> so good. Okay. Oh, well, with, if we have no more questions, any of you guys – oh, here we got another question from Carlisle, the battery. Who's the guy you pulled back in the day you were, you were excited about, but he turned out to be a dud? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Good question. Todd Van Poppel, Greg uh, Jeffries, um, Todd who, Zeal, Todd Zeal, yeah, Ben McDonald, yeah, Ben McDonald, yeah, Ben McDonald, oh, that son of a, that's a deep uh, cut. Uh, you know, Brian, in like in '88, Ellis Burks, Matt Noakes, Mike Greenwell, you know, there's a bunch of people that are supposed to be super hot. Chris Sable, you know, 
Chris Sabo with the glasses. Yeah, getting caught using cork bats. Wait, Chris Sabo. Guy, you guys, what happened to Chris Sabo? He was like my favorite because he had the huge. He played for a long time. No, he actually played for a long time. Unbelievable. He just uh, didn't turn out to be what he was, you know, what he was hyped up to be. Dude, he had bifocals. He wore bifocals in the field. It blew my mind. I was like, oh, those are good. Kevin Moss, great one. Kevin Moss. Kevin Moss, yeah. Oh, Phil Phil Plantier, man, Red Sox. Phil Plantier. Used to act like he was taking a dump uh, with his batting stance. Stand like this, like way low. Oh, wow, yeah. Brian Taylor, I remember his uh, minor league upper deck. Um, hologram card. I still have it in a huge. I have it in a huge screw down case. Ninety two, I think, or it was a minor league upper deck card. So hey, sick. trivia question: Brian Taylor, nineteen ninety two tops gold autograph. Is that the first card tops ever produced and distributed already autographed? Ninety two. If I, if that's a question, I'm going to say yeah, yes. That's about right to me. I'm going to yeah, say I yes. I think it is. Because 93, I have the Barry Bonds autograph they came out with. The, um, I guess it, it was, it was, um, it was Classic. a promo card or whatever you call those things. But I think 90, yeah, that makes sense. Anyone else think so? Yep. Makes sense to me. All makes right. Well, me the votes have it. It passes. Boom. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> okay. Dude, there's got to be some more. A- anything else? Any other funny things we can talk about? <laughs> Besides the Pinot Man's sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty shiny. Look at that. It's so shiny. <laughs> it's so shiny. <laughs> oh, hey, one other thing on uh, uh, Sports Flicks to set the record, at least for my opinion, on Sports Flicks. I freaking loved sports flicks so much. But the problem was, I think the packs might have been a little more expensive than your, your standard. Uh, yeah, they were. You know, tops yeah, they were. Ones. And but, you only got uh, like three of them, right? The, the thing yeah. I couldn't look past was that you got less cards. Yeah. There's so many yeah. fewer cards in sports flicks 80s packs than like tops and Fleer and stuff. So. I, I never, ever went for them, but I had a few packs I opened as a kid, but freaking loved sports flicks. I, you know, only thing I liked about sports flicks is when you run your fingernail across yeah. them and they make that sound. But I just couldn't focus on one photo because they weren't – that's my problem with them. Well, they're not, they're not great display cards either, right? Because, you know – Exactly, because you, got... you don't know what you're looking at. Right. But well, they're really it, fun. It, they're really it, fun to go like that with. True. That was the thing. But I display cards now. In 1985, 86, 87, I was just—they were like yeah. in the bottom of my toy box. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, I, so I love those cards along with the uh, Star Wars cards that my older cousin uh, uh, gifted to me in the 80s that were from the late 70s, early 80s. That's a great point, Mike. That we should talk about. How did you guys? Um, keep your cards back in when you were a kid. Say, let's just put it in the in the mid eighties, eighty seven. So we all seem to talk about eighty seven. How did you guys have your cards? Cards. How'd you keep your cards? Me personally, mostly in shoe boxes and wine boxes. Wine boxes. Yeah, uh, my mom every year uh, at her work she would get 
uh, these four bottles of wine and they would come in this uh, wooden case. So the rows for the bottle of wines, it had four bottles, it had four rows. The baseball cards would fit in there perfectly. So I would get every year that she got one for years growing up, I would, I would wait for this box of wine because she would always give it to me after she's done. And, you know, it was fancy because it was a box made out of wood. It was perfect size for baseball cards, four rows. It already had like a nice handle on it and it had locks. You know what I mean? So <laughs> That's insane. it was pretty You're fancy like for the time. <laughs> Mike, what about you? Um, for me, like my, my first exposure to cards were the 82 tops that my aunt gave me uh, when I was like an infant. Uh, so those were literally in the bottom of my toy box. They were just, they were, they were toys. I wasn't a baseball card collector. They were just some, some things that I, I owned. Uh, I, I didn't open a single pack of 83, 84, or 85 tops, maybe one or two packs of 86 and then 87. So, uh, yeah, it was, um, shoe boxes, uh, back in the day, and probably still now, if you get the Velveeta cheese log, the uh, cardboard thing that, that pulls out the bottom of that, that is perfect size for cards. Um, used a bunch of those, but it wasn't until like 89 or 90 that I really started like, uh, you know, getting pages and binders and, uh, you know, top loaders and stuff like that. I don't remember it back then, but it was the Velveeta cheese thing and my, my mom's empty shoe boxes. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember like when cases came out either or anything like that. The Velveeta, Velveeta cheese boxes. That's a good idea. I was, uh, well, Adam, do you remember how you collected yours? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, shoe boxes and then um, same thing as uh, Mike, basically, you know, I, yeah, probably around like early nineties, I would do like player, player binder sheets, you know, where I would have all my Ricky Hendersons uh, and then Canseco's and, and McGuire's. So yeah, same idea. Yep. All right. Yeah. I was a, uh, I was a cigar box guy. I had a cigar box with rubber bands wrapped around and that's how I always kept mine until the photo albums came out. Till my mom got me a photo album and I started sticking them in the photo albums. Papino man. I'll... What are those <laughs> things called? Uh, those little, those little plastic cases that you, they have like little, you clip them together. Like they're like pretty small. They probably hold like 30 cards. You put them in and they snap together. It's got like two little buttons or whatever. Yeah, I had yeah. a bunch of those. <laughs> I don't know what those, those are. Those are like the worst. Cause you would they always ding. Yes. You always yep. pinch the card and they had round, they were round too. You yep. have those and they always open. Yep. Jewel cases. Jewel yes, cases. That's great. Yep. Yeah, those were the worst. Those are those are PSA five makers right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, we do. We gotta keep this going. Um best toy, greatest toy you ever had in nineteen in the nineteen eighties. Greatest toy you remember. Like, dude, you gotta have, you gotta remember a toy from the 1980s. I know we're going off base here, but I always just wanted to know this, especially with the Pinot Man and Mike on here. Like, you know, there's like the little muscles, the muscles guys, and there's spinjas, and there's all kinds of cool stuff. And you guys have any deep remember, remember any of those? Optimus Prime. Uh, sure. I'll go first. 
Yeah, uh, well, yeah, one of the, I think one of the greatest toys I think that I had, um, I don't know if I told you this before, but I think I actually like stole uh, Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, those Star Wars ones because they were real metal. They were real expensive toys, you know. So I was able to just throw those out my friend's window and collect them on my way home. And those were the best toys I had because I we couldn't afford anything like that good. I was, uh, I uh, you know, we, I lived in these apartments where there was like a hundred kids that lived there, and like, I was like the toast of the town. Like every kid wanted to play with my met real metal Star Wars toys, you know. <laughs> so, I remember when you told that story. I was, I was laughing. I had a neighbor. He's, his name was Memmy, and and he and I remember like because I lived uh, wall to wall to him, and he had a backyard and. I go over there and the toys that you were mentioning were all the toys that we were always playing with in that. And I just picture myself like throwing them out his window. I never did this, but throwing them out his window and then jumping over my window to like grab them. <laughs> Why didn't I do that? <laughs> oh, so classic. Adam, did you have any toys that you were attached to back in those days? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, well, starting, I, I love, I'm sticking with sports, but I love starting lineups, action figures, like the yeah. cards were, I didn't, I didn't even like think about the cards really back then. It was about the action figures. You know, I had all the, I had the Wade Boggs, Roger Clemens. Um, yeah, I just, I had all those. I, I can picture them like standing them up. And uh, I was a big He-Man guy uh, for, for whatever reason. I, that was my thing. I was like He-Man action figures. Oh so, yeah. Yep. That, I, I love that. That was like, as a kid, I remember that being like my favorite. Have you watched uh, Masters of the Universe in the last 10 years? No, not in the last 10 years. You, I watched that about two, three weeks ago. My wife, Lauren, she have been, she's been wanting me to watch that movie for a decade. She's a super crazy 80s. She's, old, she's, she's younger than me, but she just has – I wasn't, allowed, I wasn't a, not allowed to watch these certain movies, but I went, like I said, I went to this Christian church that kind of told you you weren't allowed to watch these things. My parents didn't care about anything, but I, so I just took off what my friends weren't allowed to watch and stuff. So master of the universe, I, I dressed up as him when I was a kid, I was probably like six years old, but I had never watched that movie. And I watched that movie just about two, three weeks ago, blew my mind. It was so good, Adam, you need to watch it. It's actually a really good movie. All right. All right. So, I'm down. Super sick. Mike, what about you? I, I want to hear your toys from the '80s. I or even if it's the '70s, I don't know how old you are, but give us a give us a toy that you just like. That was the toy. Yeah, no, I'm I'm one year older than you, man. Uh, oh, the perfect. '80s. I'm 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 glad to be here on this panel because I think that the '80s were, you know, like my favorite time. And uh, yeah. like really quick kind of side shout out. Uh, a friend of mine's got a channel, The New 80s Revolution. And basically, he's a guy, he's like stuck in the 80s. He's, <laughs> I love it. He runs his household like the 80s. He's got his whole basement set with like an old Zenith television and, and VHS tapes and, and all 80s stuff. And I think it was also the best time not only for card collecting and the, the, the boom that, that got everyone collecting, but also toys, you know, uh, like Adam. Big shout out, big masters of the universe, man, man. That was my my first like toy. I was really behind the first show I really got into. Uh, I, I I collected He Man figures. Of course, our generation had 
G.I. Joe and Transformers and all these great, you know, toys that were TV shows and TV shows made to promote the toys. But uh, far and away, number one, Dylan, you brought it up before, were the LJN, big old freaking 10-inch wrestling figures. Uh, those are the guys! Way. Those are the guys! Those blow my mind right now. Yes. And, uh, you know, these, the rest, these, the these best were rubber in the business right there. Best rubber in the business. You could beat the tar out of those. Nothing would happen. Yeah. And, and you can always tell what wrestlers I liked the least because uh, they just had, like, marks all over their body from getting, you know, stomped on by the other guys. Yes, they had marks. Yes. See, JYD that. was my favorite. So JYD is still in great condition. But guys like uh, Jesse the Body Ventura and uh, 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 Terry Funk got beat up bad. King Kong Bundy beat up bad, you know? Right. I got to shout out my nephew. My nephew drew this for me. I love oh, it. Oh, nice. Mike, you know, uh, Adam's a pretty big fan of wrestling back in the day. He's got Hulk Hogan's signature that he got back when you were kids. Oh, yeah. I'm a big, I was a big like Hulkamaniac. Big Hulkamaniac. Hulkamaniac. Actually, Hulk Hogan was like my favorite athlete of the 80s, probably, like when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Even above like any of the baseball players or whatever. It was all about Hulk Hogan for me. No baseball players slammed Andre the Giant. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes, everybody. <laughs> everybody bought your wrestling figures. <laughs> you just turned into a toy in the toy uh toy channel. <laughs> you know, the 80s. I mean, this is our this is our generation. This is our like that's the whole reason. I mean, my wife collected her toys too. The whole reason that keeps me sane and happy is like my childhood, like it it just it brings up so much uh awesome memories i mean i think maybe we were all blessed with good childhoods in that in that aspect of it but uh mike do you ever remember muscles, muscles. oh yeah definitely i don't have any of my muscles yeah the toy or in real life but uh i got one stuck in my butt one time yeah, <laughs> <for> sure <laughs> wow yeah muscles were like muscles were so sick because you get those those trays from KB toy stores, oh, you'd yeah. have like 40 of them in there. And they were just like, God, they were just the coolest things. I don't have too many of muscles anymore. I have a couple left, but yeah, those are awesome. And I was like, I guess in 1985 considered a bad kid because my parents would allow garbage pail kids. And <laughs> yeah. My you were best friends who were my age, that. one year older and one year younger. Uh, their parents did not allow garbage pail kids. So, yeah. So, see, you, you're, you're. It was a definitely a rebellious thing. Like in, yeah. like, you know, first grade, second grade, whatever it was. It was like the kids who were allowed GPK and the kids that were not. Yeah, it's funny, right? Because there were. I mean, there were rules. Like I said, I wasn't not allowed to have them, but. I but I knew not to have them, or I because least, guilt is a motherfucker sometimes. Yeah. And when you go Whoa, to a, what? Yeah. and when you go to a school like I went to, a, you guilt makes you go to a place you really don't want to end up in. So you you it's an exponential guilt. It's like a a guilt that's ne that never ends. So until you till you become an adult and you make your own decisions, it's it's a scary thing. 
So garbage pail kids were very scary. <laughs> oh, we got so a GoBots go bots mentioned in the chat by the card. Oh, hobby. yeah, the GoBots. Oh, I didn't see that. I missed that yeah, one. I wasn't, I wasn't a big Transformers guy, but GoBots was my thing. So, yeah, that was a, a low budget version of the Transformers. Oh, well, either way, I don't know. GoBots were the generic version. They were for like, yeah. nah, they were still not, awesome. that's not cool. That's what I watched. I don't know. They were cool, though, <laughs> for sure. Oh, that's so good. Um, man, I, I, I feel like all of a sudden we have more eyeballs on us than we did when we were talking about sports cards. <laughs> Anybody have the, the toy not as popular, but I, I loved them? Centurions? Yeah, no. our extreme. Or was that right? Loved Centurions. What about what about masks? Mask. Oh, awesome! I yeah, love the, the detail, little, the little helmets. Yes, and they had the uh, uh, magnetic feet. I I have those displayed on my wall up there. I got my mask. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I have a foot fetish too. <laughs> When I was a kid, um, I don't know if you guys, you know, Pepino Man, you might know, but there were uh, other malls might have had this. They had this Lego um, contest you entered, and they had a huge statue. And you had to guess how many pieces were in this Lego statue. It was giant. It was like eight feet tall. And I guessed a certain number, and I and I nailed it. I, I won the whole contest. I won the grand prize. So I got, I got like, I don't know, $500 worth of Legos back then, a whole bunch of T-shirts for all my friends. Um, I just I vividly remember that. And ever since then, I've won so many contests where you have to guess how many pieces are in certain things. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why, but I did I had to bring that up because I was like the Lego king. I literally won a contest. So <laughs> um, hey, okay. How many cards are in this box? Oh dude, I can uh, that's a that's a that's a five hundred that's a five hundred count box, I think. So 500. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, picturing the scene in Rain Man where the waitress drops the box of toothpicks. Yes. Oh, I could easily be like, <laughs> 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 75 toothpicks. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? You? Oh, Mad Balls. You guys remember Mad Balls? Oh, yeah. Mad Balls. Oh. Dude, you guys know how much that stuff's worth now? I don't know if you guys know, but I went through a phase where I was selling my toys on eBay. Just like, I was selling individual Legos, like looking up the Lego numbers and like going, okay, well maybe one day I'll sell these Legos. I just try and test runs. Mad balls are worth a fortune. I had mad balls. Yeah, but I mean, I'm assuming that to be in good condition because I mean, you just play with them for one day, you know, and you're shaving the face off, you're messing, you know, bouncing the ball (laughs) and stuff. No, dude, you could get a, you could be pretty beat up. If you have that skeleton one with a wrap around his face, that's worth a lot of money, regardless. Kind of, and the football one, remember the football ones? Those are pretty sick. Anything yeah. else you guys, any, anything else you guys remember from that back in those uh, glory days of the 80s? When you guys were at card shops, did they all give you cards in paper bags, brown paper bags? Yeah, pretty much yeah. for the most yeah. part. It's funny. I, I thought I, we were. The, I thought I was the only one, and then people bring out paper bags, and I'm like, "No, that's what I. That's they, my guy. Still does it when I go back. I still it still happens." You know what? One of the the sickest um toys from back then that made a huge comeback for a while was like the Evil Knievel bike, the stump bike. 
Oh yeah. You, know, you pull that string and then mm -hmm. you know in that wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, that was big. That was a little later in the eighties, I feel like. Yeah, it mean, might have had one in the seventies too with Evil Knievel, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I remember the Rubik's Cube. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to play with that for the whole year till next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> silly uh, penny. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, silly penny was awesome. You put it on the put it on your newspaper, and then it comes. Well, what out. about um Stretch Armstrong? When you can oh, stretch that. Yeah. No, that was like a rare. That was like the the richest guy in the neighborhood had the stretch Armstrong. <laughs> Can anyone here solve a Rubik's cube right away? Never. No. no. <laughs> I hate people. I've known a couple that. people that are all sick with the Rubik's cube like that, but all of them have like zero social skills outside of that. <laughs> totally. Well, you've seen the Netflix where the guy does them like this. There's like a Netflix special. It's really good. Yeah. Rubik's I'd like to see his search history. Yeah. It's not probably not appropriate for this channel. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Holy smokes! Yeah, Do Rock's gonna go get one last nightcap, so I guess we can't go yet. Yeah. Okay, I got another good question for you guys. Right. Your favorite '80s movie? It could be because you loved it in the '80s, or it could be because you 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 rewatch it now and you're like, "Wow, that was a good movie." What Shout year out. was? What year was Rocky Three? That, that must have been the 80s. It had to be. Probably late 80s. Yeah. Uh, I love, 80s. love the Rocky movies. Yeah, because like the first one was like 78 or so. So yeah, Rocky 3 and 4 were classics for me. I loved, I've I'm, watched them so many times. I'm glad you brought that up because it, it gives me and my wife something to watch because I, I haven't watched the Rock, Rocky movies in ages. Great, great, great. All right, anybody else got a good one? Uh, I got one for you um, that, that that I always liked because, like, all the adults in my family would laugh and I wouldn't understand. And then later on, I would watch and understand anything really with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. But I'm oh, talking yeah. back to school. Caddyshack. Ladybugs. Like yeah, Caddyshack, Lady back to school. Yes. Um, Easy Money. Easy oh, Money yeah. is a great one. Great Plus, movie. there's oh, yeah. a scene in it where a tremendously big-breasted woman is topless. And for me, as a kid, that was like the greatest day of my life, I think. But also, here's uh, a cut for you. Seriously, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Yes. Great one right there. yes. They call me Bruce. I don't know if you ever saw that one. I never saw that one. I remember that when I was a kid. They called me Bruce. Uh, where everybody assumed he knew um, he knew Bruce Lee Kung Fu because he was Asian. So everybody was always scared of him, but he would fake it. So they would call him Bruce, like Bruce Lee, but he didn't know he really didn't know um, karate. Oh, that's good. Well, coming oh, to good. America. Oh, yeah. Is that that was, I feel like that was the 90s, yeah. Really? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was the 80s. Come yeah. on, somebody oh, Google. Coming to America. I say late 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like for me as a kid, Rambo, you know, Rambo was a big one for me in the 80s. Yeah, Rocky was 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 big with me. Rocky bigger than Rambo. Yeah, Rocky I love I love so much Stallone, period. Oh yeah. Yeah, goodies. I mean, you mean Goonies? Yeah, Goonies was all time for sure. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Dude, Masters of the Universe is a really good movie, Adam. You need to watch that for sure. 
Um, there was a little monster guy who had a bunch of teeth, and there was like four of them. Me and my wife. Gremlins. My wife, nah, not gremlins. There's another one. Um, they roll up into little balls, and they shot oh. spikes out. Oh, man, I know what you're talking about. Ghoulies? Critters? Critters. Critters. Yeah. So good. Dude, yeah. I never watched Critters as a, as a kid. A I watched awful. Critters just in the last two weeks. My wife, we watched three of them. One through three. Blew my mind. So good. So entertaining. I <laughs> just like, my wife's like a legend when it comes to movies. <laughs> I was like a, I was like a perfect little angel. Never watched these bad movies. Like so now I'm like, masters and all that. Yeah, I'm going back to all those now. Killer clowns from outer space. Never watched it, but yeah. I, I will. Yeah, critters, so good. ET, yeah, ET, ET. I had nightmares from. ET was mine. ET, e e e e e e e e ET was low key dark, man. That was a little. Uh, Dude, it was scary. It got me so in the scary. feels a little bit, man. That was. You know the how uh, like. That was like the worst video game ever, and they yeah, threw them I mean, all away. Dude, I played that game religiously. I mean, I started on that video game. I used to play. Yeah, how about that, you guys? How about the video games that you played when you were a kid? Like ET was sick. You go in those little rooms down in the little dens. You can never get out. Too hard. Always got out. Did you? Always got like out, man. I had some gamer. Me and my buddies were gamers. We we played games growing up. I'm a gamer. I play on Fish Dumb on my phone. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Fish Dumb. Fish Dumb. Never heard of it. It's really popular with with the cool people. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to check that one out for sure. Oh yeah, here's another one. Um, I don't know if he's still in here, but um. Alf. Oh, you guys great. Ever watch Alf. Alien life form. So oh, weird. love Alf, man. Yeah. 87 Tops Alf was uh, a major set for me, man. Yeah, it was. It was awesome, right? So sick. Yeah, super sick. Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Never seen that one. That's insane. Uh, E.T. Worst game ever. It was. They threw them all away. They threw them all away in, the, in like tons of a product. Just threw it all away because they couldn't sell it. Topino, there's there's somebody in the chat that doesn't know you. What's up with the dude with the wigs? <laughs> Jonathan. Topino, man, he's he's a legend. You gotta check him out. Oh, look at Mike. He's got the whole he's got the whole owl set. With oh the my. stickers. Oh my gosh, that's so sick. Yeah, they had sticker packs that you could buy too. Jonathan, go on YouTube and type in Mexican Top Loader. Yes. That's yes. Pepino. So man. good. So good. I don't think well, I laughed at anything in back that Back to the future. Beach. You got to use what you got. Greatest video ever. <laughs> so good. I'm just grabbing them all. I'm grabbing them all, boys. The Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Teenage. Oh, oh yeah. Teenage. Hey, which one you got? Pepino. Uh, two. Oh, you got that? I got, uh, I don't know. This is original right here. Oh, yeah, the Quaker Oats. Dude, I remember pulling those, Mike, all the time. I have a few of those autographs now. Yeah, but look, right look how many of these guys are uh, Hall of Famers. Yeah, they're incredible, right? Yeah, there we go. Steve Garvey right there. 
Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Those are, those are great looking cards. There's your boy Saberhagen. Of course, that guy haunted me. There's Wade Boggs. Look at that mustache. Gentleman's mustache. Jeez. Wow. That is. He was a slick, slick man. He's well, well groomed. <laughs> so speaking of well groomed. There hey, it buddy. is. Dude, that thing's sick. That guy haunted my dream for years. Hey, Pepino, you got I gotta do a trade for that one. I gotta trade you. You need to put that aside if you got another one of those. I'll trade you a cat card, my one of my doubles. I'll trade you. Are you sure? Uh, I feel yeah, like I'm ripping you off. No way, dude. Check out this cat card. You want to trade me? <laughs> trade you. <laughs> I'm serious. Seriously though, I really want that ET card. Yeah, I'll get it to you. Okay, all right, good. We'll do a little. We'll do a little blind trade. We'll do a little video blind trade. We'll set something up. I'll hit you up uh, another round. Oh. Okay, any anything else we want to talk about on here? I mean, we still got people watching, and and it's still it. Oh, look at those elves! <laughs> I've never seen those ones. Wow, those the are, baseball cards. Those are so. Oh, yeah, I forgot you. The Bullia baseball one. cards. Adam, where's all your uh, where's all your eighty stuff, bro? I, What's uh, Alps' real name? I'm in the garage, man. I don't have my stuff in here. <laughs> only only brought certain things. All right. Okay. Next question. Then we'll just. Go to the next great question. Greatest cartoon as a kid. Uh, I already know mine. Smurfs. Smurfs was sick. So yeah. good. Yeah. So good. Mine was um, DuckTales. Just, oh, DuckTales. Yeah, yeah. There's Duck a stranger. Yeah. I'll find you. What to do? Just grab onto some DuckTales. You. So good. DuckTales. Yes! <laughs> I knew it. That's why this is so great. What the I, where in the world? I mean, seriously, Pepino, you're at, I mean, this is so great. Like, we have four people on here and all these people in the chat. Like, nowhere else you could have a conversation like this. And now all of a sudden someone says DuckTales and you got a DuckTales like figurine. If you if you told me three years ago I'd be doing this, I'd been like, "What in the what in the hell are you talking about?" Yes, no, no way, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I got to make some changes in my life currently. Yeah. What happened? Uh, oh, so good. All right, well, Pac Man. All right, well, I guess we get. Well, I guess we'll end it. We'll we'll throw the towel in. Hey, I want to do another. I want to do a, a a shout out for you guys. I I really genuinely appreciate all three of you guys coming onto my channel and becoming friends with you guys over the last year and watching your guys' channel has meant so much to me. You guys have inspired me. You guys are on here because you guys have inspired me. And, it, and it's been this one, I mean, not to disrespect all the other ones that I have done so far. I have really been looking forward to this one because I knew you guys um, were going to bring the heat and you guys you guys have this genuine passion about cards, all three of you. And when you guys talk about cards and you guys discuss it, you guys have your own thing and you guys do it in your own way. And I, and I thoroughly enjoy all of it. So, and everybody in the chat, and thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for being a part of this. It's, it's been a, a really pleasure of mine. So any of you guys have any final words you guys want to say? Is that the clapping in the background? <laughs>
<laughs> Mike, Pepino man, Adam, you guys have any final words you want to say to this? Aside from medical appointments, would we be better off without the internet like we were in the 80s? Oh, <laughs> dude, we wouldn't be friends. We wouldn't all be friends if we didn't have the internet. All right, that's it. That's true. All right, internet's good. We'll let it go. Yes, we could have the internet, but no social media other than YouTube. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I can't even say that. Yeah. Only social media I'd have is my old Playboy books I stole from my dad. <laughs> uh, well, I just hey, want to say you. I love you guys. I, yeah. I love you guys, and you're just true originals, and I'm just happy to be with you. This was this was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love I, you guys, I, I, too. You guys are all can't-miss content creators. I look forward to your videos. Uh, I, I do videos because I saw Pepino Man doing them, and... Uh, was like, man, I, I think this guy's high, man. I agree with him. This is true. I started doing my own videos, man. And uh, yeah, just uh, honored to be here with you guys. Consider you guys friends and uh, really appreciate you uh, giving me the call, brother. Uh, yeah, this is great, man. I just came here for the cat cards. So I can't <laughs> wait. Pepino's here for the. <laughs> you know, I'm going to show those every time. Double D cat cards. <laughs> <laughs> hey thank you guys truly it's been such a pleasure so until next time we'll do this again great fun and everybody collect what you love um, this is my new saying so everybody knows uh, maybe I took it from like 12 people I don't know collect what you love love what you collect and don't let anybody else influence you in anything you do in life only if it's in a positive way and thank you guys for watching. And this has just been awesome. Double shaka, everybody. Boom. 80s rule forever. Woo, 80s forever. Somebody yeah. tells you how to collect, you punch him in the dick. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> you peace out, Lee.